Hey there, as I like to say, friends and fellow seekers, um, I'd like to share with you today a short tutorial on the relationship between foods and blood sugar. My name is Barb McDermott, if I haven't met you yet. I'm founder of Shift Formula, and I help clients forget to eat, you know, cut to the chase. I guide individuals where they are to where they want to be in their health and it all comes down to not being controlled by the desire for foods anymore and we understand the connection and how it all operates within us boy life becomes so much easier and even pleasier but what i'm doing today this little lesson has to do with a post we had put out we had put out a question and thank you for your engagements and thank you for your involvement and the banter back and forth because sharing what we learn with others sharing our experience with others sharing what works with us with others helps to raise everybody up and it really comes down to awareness just knowing how it works you know, it's not about buying a pill or a powder or a potion or any kind of product that's going to change our lives. You know what's going to change our lives? Having the operator's manual for this, the capsule that we live in, right? And we understand how food truly impacts our body's ability to either be accumulating fat or being able to release and burn fat. Boy, that's when we win. Okay, so looking behind me here, we're, we're just looking at blood sugar as it relates to some basic kinds of foods. And where I come from is from as a mom and a science teacher and a former health club owner and a group fitness instructor and a nutrition-based educator, okay, all of these things. But my 16-year-old daughter back in 2008 was diagnosed with an autoimmune condition, an autoimmune disease. And that disease has everything to do with glucose, blood sugar, and a hormone called insulin. Well, that hormone called insulin is a blood sugar lowering hormone, but it's also a fat storage hormone. So if you've been grappling with trying to shed body fat, chances are really good that you have a situation of, with insulin going on within you. But when we look at foods and as they impact blood sugar have you ever heard people out there in the world say oh that food impacts my blood sugar that food raises my blood sugar cinnamon lowers blood sugar or any other kind of information about blood sugar the impacting the raising what I like you to think about is that food is blood sugar and in particular it's the carbohydrates in our foods that are blood sugar notice I'm using the uh, the, the word is and are Carbohydrate is blood sugar. Carbohydrate digests to glucose. Glucose is the science name for sugar. So blood glucose is the same as blood sugar, is the same as the amount of carbohydrate we've consumed, okay? So we do consume carbohydrate, and it indeed becomes our blood sugar and adds to already the sugar that's been in our bloodstream. So that's why we use the word raise or impact. Yes, you can pull out the fiber component of carbohydrate because that just goes right through you. That doesn't end up as glucose. So you subtract that out of the carbohydrate value, yes. But the more powerful piece of information that I know I had to learn from my daughter is that every single gram of carbohydrate becomes your blood sugar. That's just the way it works. So we put out this post, and again, 
this is not about good foods, bad foods. We're not about right foods, wrong foods. We're not about um, this, the complex versus the simple. Whatever. There's really no food off limits when you understand how food operates within you. And forgetting to eat makes it a lot easier, right? So we have the idea of fish, salad, and butter. Which one of these three would most impact blood sugar? Well, you kind of already know the answer, right? Which one of those foods is blood sugar? Well, let's take a look at it. So fish, here's my fat, my protein, and my carbohydrate, because every single food that we eat, no matter what it is, breaks down to its basic macronutrient components, and that's fat or protein or carbohydrate or a combination of the three or two. That's where those who are counting carbs or looking at their fat grams or knowing how much protein they're, they're taking in, they're aware of the impact of those macronutrients because on your body, fat, protein, and carbohydrates significantly determine whether you're gonna be burning sugar all day or whether you can burn fat all day. Talking about body fat, dining in. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so back to blood sugar. Fish has how much fat? Now, what I put up a picture of was just like a picture of some a fillet of cod. It's about four ounces. It had zero grams of fat. It had tw about 26. I'm rounding up a little bit. About 26 grams of protein. How many carbohydrates did that uh, cod introduce to a person's body if they're having fish and salad and butter? Well, it actually, another goose egg. So that, that uh, fish was really just a lot of protein. Okay, that's science information. That's not right or wrong or good or bad, right? When we come down to the salad, it was a mixed greens leaves, about a half a slice of tomato. There was some uh, red onion in there, some cucumber, and uh, I think there was some feta cheese, but there's no croutons, there's no fruit on there, there's no nuts on there, and there's no salad dressing. We were just using the base of a basic salad. Well, the fat came in at a big whopping zero, the protein, also a kind of a big whopping zero. Uh, the carbohydrate came in about 8 to 10 grams of carbohydrate. That's after subtracting the fiber, okay? So we have about 8 to 10 grams of the carbohydrate. So what do we know already? That's 8 to 10 grams of blood sugar. It's that simple, okay? So, so far, it's the salad that's impacting blood sugar because it is blood sugar. That's the power, not impacting, is. And then when it comes to the butter, now, um, of course, no one's just gonna eat butter for dinner, but this was the meal, you know, there's butter on the fish, okay, so we're kind of dividing it out. Again, fat was 12 grams, 12 grams of fat in that butter, and this is grass-fed butter, full of butyrate and great, healthy, saturated fats. Your body, especially this guy, our brain needs, not to mention keeping blood vessels and cells supple, Nothing but nothing like flexible strength. That's what we want our insides to be flexible and strong. Butyrate helps with that. Protein with the butter, goose egg. Carbohydrate, goose egg. Okay. This is powerful information because we as a society keep telling individuals that plant foods are completely free foods. You can have as many plant foods as you want and you're going to be healthy. But, you know, eating a lot of fruit, eating a lot of grain, especially, that's a lot of blood sugar. In fact, if you were to eat a bagel right now, an ancient grain blessed by the Pope organic bagel, this is how much sugar would go into your bloodstream. 
64 grams. It's about 16 teaspoons of blood sugar. Okay, that's a plant food. Okay, so you have to be careful with using that plant-based eating or plant food eating as an underlying mantra. You've got to pay attention to all of this because it's the salad that is the blood sugar. Now, let's go a little deeper. Protein, have you ever heard protein can act as a conditional carb? A conditional carbohydrate, what the hell does that mean? Excuse me. But it means that if we consume a lot of protein at one time, and it's more than our body actually needs to build and repair. You know, what are we doing? Are we lifting weights every day? Are we shoveling hay every day? Do we need a lot of protein in our day? Well, 26 grams for an individual portion is a very reasonable amount. But many people think that we should be getting more and more protein, that protein is going to satisfy me, and protein doesn't have any fat, so protein is going to solve my problem. But the thing is, when we overconsume protein, your body uses what it needs, the amino acids, to build and repair. And anything extra is converted to fuel. So we can say, if we're overconsuming protein, you can take about 50% of that. So maybe 13 grams of it actually, my, my marker's a little bit dry, will end up in the carbohydrate category. <laughs> because it will be glucose in your bloodstream. See, this is why, you know, we're told to protein and we're told to plant, but we're not told to fat. <laughs> and when you actually just kind of reverse the whole paradigm, your blood sugar doesn't go all over the place. Insulin levels stay quiet. When insulin levels stay quiet, I'm able to tap into the body fat I'm carrying. You know, you can't lose body fat if insulin levels are elevated and dominating your life. Fat burning is literally halted. But when you shift the way you're eating and you're relying preferentially on fat and then protein and the carbohydrate at the bottom end of the pyramid, you get full faster, cravings get canceled, you're not hungry as often, and you'll go through periods of the day where you say, you know what, I forgot to eat. I didn't eat lunch. I just wasn't hungry. It's a thing. That's what we do. Okay? So understanding this is really powerful information, right? Especially those of us who are grappling, dealing with the true challenges and having to understand carbohydrates so intimately that we're dosing insulin. Think about the type 1 individuals in the world. Autoimmune disease, body doesn't produce insulin. You've got to be your pancreas. You've got to put the insulin in. And many type 1s and types 2s, especially when they get on insulin, find that they end up in a weight gain problem. That was my daughter. Her frame gained 40 pounds. And I realized it was the insulin. We were eating so many carbohydrate foods because we were told to eat more carbs and told to avoid this. We completely flipped it around. Insulin levels, she didn't have to put as much insulin in. Okay, zero, zero, right? Way less insulin, the body fat just was released off of her body. And this can happen to everyone, not just those of us who are dosing insulin. So thank you for joining me for this little tutorial. Remember, blood sugar is blood glucose. Blood glucose comes directly from carbohydrate and conditionally from protein if we end up eating too much of it. 
26 grams at a sitting, you're fine, okay? But don't be afraid of the butter. Don't be afraid of the coconut oil. Don't be afraid of those natural saturated fats. Bring carbohydrate down, allow fat intake to come up again, and be satisfied, calm, certain, and probably healthier than you've been ever in your life. Okay, if you'd like to learn more, get more involved in our program, I have a link right there. It's forgettoeat.com. Use the number two, forgettoeat.com. And thanks for stopping by.